Welcome to another mini podcast of Away with Words. I'm Martha Barnett. My co host, Grant Barrett, is off trying to remember the kind of September when he was a young and callow fellow, like a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Anyway, speaking of remembering, remember when you were growing up and you wanted to lay claim to something, say maybe the biggest piece of chocolate cake on the plate or your favorite seat in the family car? What did you say to claim that item? Well, one of you called us about that recently. Hello, this is Randy in Albuquerque. Hi, Randy. What's up? Hey, Randy, what's going on? Uh, I have a question about some uh, common slang, I think, probably. Uh, My wife is from the Cincinnati area originally, and uh, I'm from the Southwest, and we often see words that we interpret differently or hear new words. And one that came up was the word finny to indicate dibs. If you would say, I had dibs on the last piece of cake or whatever, they said, I finnied the last piece of cake, which means I, it's mine. And we wondered uh, specifically whether this was uh, Germanic origin, because there's a lot of German people in Cincinnati, of course, and my wife's family is of that stock. Right, very much so. It's a good theory, but the the evidence shows that it's probably just related to a very archaic form of English that we just don't really use anymore. And it turns out that fin is a way of claiming dibs in marbles when you play the kids' game of marbles. And there's all this weird childhood jargon uh, about it. And um, Peter and Iona Opie, have you ever heard of them? No. They are children's folklorists, and they wrote about this. They wrote about uh, uh, all the different things that children say in their language. They're British children's folklorists, mind you. And they've talked about this as well. And they mentioned that J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, which everyone at this point now knows, he did a little bit of digging. And his theory was that fen, used to claim dibs, comes from defend, uh, meaning forbid, which is an older use hmm. of defend that we really don't have in English anymore, but existed at, at one point in English and came from French, um, possibly from defense. So it's a good, just abbreviated form of that. Um, which I think is very interesting that that we should have this word that goes back what uh, 1843. So it's not just American. It's not just from Ohio. It's British, and it's I think it's pretty interesting. So Randy, what did you say when you were growing up? Dibs. We call dibs on something. Yeah, I think it's interesting too I th- that this is a word that often gets brought up in in arcane discussions of regionalisms because there's also hosey. Have you heard that one? No, not until I started searching on the web for Finney, I came across Hosey. Oh, you did? Which I'd never heard before. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's in the no- Northeast. I Hosey that seat. I've, <laughs> I've never heard that before I started digging on this myself. Now, did you ever freeze your seat? When I was a boy in the 70s, we always <laughs> froze our seat, which meant, no, it meant, it meant <laughs> that nobody else could take your place. You standing out in the cold like, in Missouri? No, no. If you were sitting in front of the television, you had to get up to go get a drink or go to the bathroom, you say, I freeze my seat. And, it, you know, in that childhood childhood people respect these rules that seem arbitrary but nobody would take your seat and you'd come back and there it would be you didn't do that one no i only i only recall dibs and that's that's about dibs. it well you know what they use in singapore choping c-h-o-p-i-n-g choping is when you like leave a little napkin or some little thing on your chair or your table um so that nobody else will sit there choping yeah, like you go to the movie theater and you want to save your good seats, but you also want to go to the counter and get some popcorn. You put your coat there. That's called choping. Oh. And that weird kind of Singaporean English that they speak. Yeah, no, I didn't know that about Singapore. Did you, Randy? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a thousand and one useless facts, Randy. Well, those <laughs> sound like case, good rules. Yeah. Randy, um, I hope I've helped you. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
All right. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Well, I'm glad we got that straightened out. And if you have another question for us, we'd love to hear from you. The number is one eight seven seven nine two nine nine six seven three, or you can email us at words at waywardradio.org. And if you just can't wait to chat with fellow word lovers, you can stop by the Away with Words discussion forum. Our address is waywardradio.org. Wishing you a good week and good words. I'm Martha Barnett. Support for Away With Words comes from ThinkMap, maker of the Visual Thesaurus, an interactive dictionary and thesaurus. The Visual Thesaurus brings language to life. Learn more at visualthesaurus.com.